Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, we're going to talk about games three and games four in the Seattle Mariners series. As always, here he is, Third Coast Tom. What's up, buddy? Good afternoon, Rob. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is the all-star break, and let me tell you, this Astros team needed to get here. We hope that it got there a little bit better than they did, but all in all, we'll get into it. We'll we'll get into the game. I'm glad it's the all-star break. Let's talk about it, Rob. All right, so Saturday's game is the game we had, and it was a fun one. It was a pretty fun game. Anyway, Framer Valdez gets the start. Kyle Tucker leads things off from the bottom of the first with an RBI double, his 20th double of the year. Pena scores, are up 1-0. to zero. Alex Bregman gets an RBI single and brings in Tucker. It is to 2-0 Astros. Pretty good start. Yes, yes. Uh, early and often offense is always good in, in a series where you struggle to score runs. I mean, they basically scored the runs that they had scored in the first two games right there, right off the bat. So they were already off to a great start. You were hoping that they give uh, Brandon Belak the early run support that he needed. I'm sorry, Frember Valdez, the early run support that he needed. And uh, he got it because you didn't know what he was going to look like coming off the injury. He had missed the start. Ankle was the, was the cause of it. So great start for the Strohs. And you don't want to give him too much run support. If he gets too much, you can't pitch. It just freaks him out. <laughs> so top of the third, Crawford had an RBI single. Top of the fourth. Caballero, is that his name? That is his name. Oh, that's like Cowboy, right? So he that's had an exactly, RBI single. Yep. We are tied at two. Let me paint a picture for you, folks. We are tied at two in the fourth inning. Fifth inning, no runs. Sixth inning, no runs. Seventh inning, you guessed it, no runs. We go to the eighth inning. Hector Neris comes in for Framber. Pitches horribly horribly loads the bases with no outs it is looking bleak at this moment tom absolutely uh if you were on the pro sports fanatics app and you were watching the show with us you saw rob's body language go to crap he was not happy nobody out they got uh rafael montero warming up in the bullpen which for him and i quote he said, oh, Dusty's waving the white flag. He's bringing Montero in. He's That's not exactly gonna get what I thought. Yeah. And uh, all Hector Neris did was say, ah, nah, 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 I got this. Hector Neris provided us, even though he pitched horribly, he provided us with one of the most exciting moments of the season. That was, it wasn't like a good moment, but it was exciting. I, I thought so too, because you you kind of felt like, he was going to give up runs. You hoped he just gave up one, you know, the offensive chance to do something. Yeah. You felt like he was going to give up runs. And then for him to just chip away at it little by little and then able to get out of that jam, I think it really provided the spark the Astros needed to get it done and finish it out. Yeah, when he didn't have any outs, I was like, all right, just ground into a double play. The guy will score from third. I'm okay with that. Just give him a run. But we can't let the – Everything fall apart. We can't let it fall apart. But he gets out of it, and he's pumped. The thing, the thing that I love about Naris is that he is collected on the mound. But when the when the inning is over 
and he did something great, you can tell. He's very demonstrative. You got to love Hector Nares. Yeah, he definitely provides the energy. Uh, he's been known to get in and out of some sticky situations, both in the regular season and the postseason, and every time letting you know how much it meant to him, letting the crowd know you know, how much uh, energy he, you know, I guess built up and finally was able to release because he was able to get out of that jam. So a uh, shout out to Hector Neris, man. He did a great job. It was looking bleak. People talking about, you know, the Mariners sweeping. We had guys in the PSF app, you know, gloom and doom, head down. And for him to, you know, wriggle out of that thing, it just, it got it going. So then we go to the bottom of the eighth. There's one out, nobody on. Guess who's batting second? Martin Maldonado, the black hole of the lineup. Everyone in the in the Pro Sports Fanatics app, pinch hit, pinch hit. You got to pinch hit. But Corey did say it's only the eighth inning and they're tied, so maybe you don't do that. And I said, you know, and I, I like to like pretend like I think Maldi's going to do something good. I'm like, no, nah, you got to leave my boy in there. And he, what does he, what does he do? He comes up and hits a home run, which turns out. To be the game-winning home run, the Astros win 3-2. to two. It was the sixth homer of the year. What can you say about my boy, Martin Maldonado? I can say that when, when he does do Martin Maldonado things, it's normally in a big spot. He normally does it against a, an ace pitcher. He normally does it in a, an important spot. Now, there are going to be some chasms in between there. But when he does it, it's normally in a big spot. And today or yesterday was definitely a huge spot. Definitely a big boost to the team who really needed that win because they're trying to walk the Rangers down and, and the Rangers are scuffling. And every win is, is it seems like it's an extra added boost because you're gaining more ground and more ground. So I think the other thing too is like, the Astros have had such a commanding presence over the Seattle Mariners for so long. The last thing you wanted was this thing to get, you know, to a potential sweep or anything like that. You really wanted to get a game from these guys because they are trying to come back into this thing and make it a, yeah. a three-team race down the stretch. The funniest thing about Martin Maldonado, I believe he had two strikes on him. And strike two was a horrible strike. I mean, he, he just swung right over the ball or under the ball. And, and you're not expecting him to get a home run on the next pitch. And you could tell that the pitcher from Seattle wasn't expecting it because the pitch before that was very, very ugly. I think it was a home run in 15 stadiums is what Corey said. Correct, correct. It only had an uh, exit batting average of like 180. So we we do we do definitely benefit from the Crawford boxes because that is our you know I guess you call yeah. it home park advantage where in other parks that that those seats are you know 30 40 feet further back. Yeah. Well the thing about it what I mentioned too is that every every player in this series is hitting in the same Crawford boxes. So Framber, not a Framber-esque outing, but he did give a 6, 5 hits, 2 runs. Two walks and six strikeouts. His ERA is 251 at the break. Um, I don't know if I'm going to mention this later, but Dusty Baker said Framer's not pitching in the All-Star game. Yeah, it, it would be on two days rest. It's really not advantageous for him. It's a, it's a tremendous honor to pitch in the All-Star game, and, and Framber spoke to it. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to start. He felt like he's pitched well enough to start. 
Um, I think he's either first or second in ERA in the major leagues. So for him, that's, that's, you know, worthy of being the starting pitcher. There's other guys that aren't pitching as well. Shohei Otani, Garrett Cole, they're not pitching. So it was, it was one of those things where he said, man, I could pitch one inning, but yeah, I wish he could. Well, he said he could, but Dusty came out and spoke today before the game and said, you know, that's an exhibition and we need him for the, the stretch run down, yeah, down towards the end of the season. And, and that's not, you know, worth it to risk, you know, potential injury or anything for an exhibition. It's, it's, I mean, he said, Dusty himself said the way Framber's pitching, he's going to be able to pitch in about four or five more of these things, the way he's pitching. So this one's probably shouldn't be that big a deal. Well, Abreu had a walk and two strikeouts. Naris, two walks and two strikeouts. I see those stats, and I can't figure out how the other guy got on base if he didn't give up. It It doesn't work out. (laughs) Was there an error? I think there was an error. There could have been an error. That might have been why he didn't give up any hits. So, But Naris picks up the win. Loads of bases, gets out of it. Exciting thing, and he gets the win. Presley, a walk, no runs, picks up save. Number 20, the Astros win the game with four hits, Tom. Payne yeah. and Alex Bregman had a single, Tucker had a double, and, of course, Martin Maldonado had a home run. Yeah, this team's definitely looking towards the uh, looking towards the finish line a little bit. The last four games, the offense has not been there in a homestand where it has been. You know, they'd, they'd have some some big games offensively, you know, double-digit hit games. And these last three games, they've just really struggled to generate offense. Guys like Bregman, guys like Pena, these these guys just probably need a good weekend and some home cooking and put their feet up a little bit and get ready to go. Yeah, it's almost like they were on summer break. You know, the last week before you go to summer break. Well, that's actually school's over, but maybe spring break for them. And vacation. Like next week coming up is our last week of work before we shut down and we all go on vacation. And nobody's going to want to be there. So maybe that's how it is. Maybe they're already in vacation mode. And uh, I don't think they're too worried about it. Texas did us a favor and lost today. We're still only two games back, right? Absolutely. So we're still okay. So today, Brandon Belak pitched. Doing good till we got to the fourth, where uh, Seattle did most of their damage, and they may have done all of their damage, actually. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez had an RBI double, and then Kalinic had a two-run double. Three to nothing, Seattle. And no more scoring until the bottom of the sixth. When what happened, Tom? <laughs> the catcher for the Houston Astros, Martin Maldonado, takes a, a fastball the other way, opposite field, home run, number seven on the season, and number one in Rob's heart, Martin Maldonado. It sure is nice to hear you say that he had a home run. I really <laughs> like it. All right, so here we go. I I mentioned this before, but we do have a TikTok and it's blowing up. I don't know why it's blowing up, though. But this is one thing that I said on there. In the last 11 innings of this series, the Astros scored two runs. And they were both Martin Maldonado solo home runs. And that is that that means your offense is going to sleep. They're already on vacation. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. That's all I can think about. And I only thought about it because you brought that up. 
yeah, it's it's really, really, I guess, cause for concern if it was, you know, in the middle of a 17-game homestand. <laughs> Knowing that these guys are about to get the next five days off, I think it is, five or six, I'm I'm gonna be okay with it. I just feel like that this is this is them kind of going, all right. We'll be able to kick back, relax a little bit, recharge the batteries, start it up fresh next, I think Thursday. I think this is when they come back. I don't know. I, I was gonna say Friday, but I I I wouldn't bet money on that. Usually it's Friday. Okay. But I don't know. So Belak went five innings, four hits, three runs, two earned runs. He didn't do that bad. He had a walk and five strikeouts. He takes the loss. He is now four and five with a three seven nine ERA. Montero, two innings, a strikeout, no runs. Abreu, a hit, a strikeout, no runs. Maton gave up a hit, but he did not allow any runs. In the final two games of the series, because I can't remember what happened in the first two, the bullpen allowed zero runs. The Astros had three hits, Abreu, Chaz, and a home run by Martin Maldonado. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're struggling. It's 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 definitely not ideal, but luckily, like we talked about, the, the the Rangers are scuffling, so they've done what they needed to do going into the All-Star break, being able to take what was, I think, a seven-game lead in the division at one point and trim it down to two games. Coming out of the break, something really important to note, the Astros have a very favorable schedule compared to the Rangers. The first three series out of the break, the Astros play the Angels, they play the Rockies, and then I believe they play the Ace, where the Rangers play the Dodgers, the Rays, and Cleveland, the Gardos. So when you look at those, those you know, the three teams, I remember teams the when Astros we went got, through that gauntlet. Yep. Those yep. same teams. We went through those teams too. So, on, I mean, those teams are all very, very competitive right now that the Rangers are going to have to face where the Astros, while they can't overlook any of those teams, should definitely have the advantage going to each one of those matchups. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll go over the standing a little bit. Talk about Jordan and Urquidy and then we'll give you out some hardware and then we'll talk about the home run derby. I don't really care about the all-star game itself. The Home Run Derby is like the, uh, I don't even care about the dunk contest, but the Home Run Derby. Anyway, we'll talk about all that when we come back. You're listening to Astros Baseball. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, so let's take a look at the standings. There's not a lot to look at. Nationals beat Texas 7-2 to today. They helped us out. The yeah, Astros. Yeah. Oh, wait, my bad. Go ahead. 
No, you're good. You're the Nationals have been playing good baseball. They've been playing teams tough. They played Cincy tough. They played Texas tough. So that's definitely a team that's trying to get it going in the right direction. So the Astros have a .549 winning percentage. That is on pace to go 89 and 73. Do you think the Astros will win more than 89 games? I do. I do as well. Like like we talked about at length, this team is not whole. and uh, Not at all. I feel like they have to get that way at some point. Now, if 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 we keep going injury to injury to injury, well then yeah, maybe 89 is the number. But I can't see them being a 549 winning percentage team with a healthy Jose Altuve and Jordan Alvarez in this lineup. Who would you say are the four best offensive guys for the Astros? Altuve, Jordan, Tucker, Tucker and Bregman maybe? Probably. I mean, Bregman is, is <laughs> well, normally Bregman should be, it shouldn't yeah. even be a question. So we got but two right that now, are probably... injured and one playing like crap. The one that I would probably say it is, is Dubon. Dubon oh, yeah. is batting 289. Yeah. But it should be Bregman. Yeah. That's kind of what I meant. The people that it should be like, who's our, who's our studs. If we, if they were all, if their last names all ended in B's and then they made a new killer B's, it would be those four. And they're, I mean, Jordan's been out. A long time. Altuve's been out here and there. I mean, and we're getting not a lot of production from Bregman, but sometimes he 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 shows up. But anyway, speaking of players, it's time for the players of the series. How many do you think we're gonna get right? Oh, I know that's your man. I know I know that's your thing. If you if you do it right, it should be all three. Can we go see to the how, All-Star break with all three? I think we see, can. See how he did it, ladies and gentlemen. See what he did to me if <laughs> I do it right. It's my job to match <laughs> Rob. It's not his job to match <laughs> yeah. me. It's my job to match Rob. See the pressure that's on me here, people? I'm sorry. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough out here. <laughs> all right. So, anyway, I do think we're going to match. Three for three. Interesting. Unless you like give the whole bullpen an award or the whole lineup or whatever. Okay. <laughs> so pitcher was close for me. Okay. My two finalists were Ronel Blanco and Framber. I was okay. looking at all the relief pitchers, wondering if anyone just did something so amazing that they could take it away from them. I didn't see it. I give it to Framber. He, get, he, he went six innings. That's That's my pitcher of the series. I give it to Framber as well. Um, he needed it to be. We we I, I I say this as fans. Framber needed to pitch well, and I think that is going to ensure. You know, he's five hits in the, in, and two runs. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. At least in the fans' eyes, that hey, he's he's right. Because right now, the I think the 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 biggest concern as a fan for this team is that rotation, and. When you start to look at, you know, where CJ is and, and where these young guys are, we need Framber to be right. At least yeah. for me, we need Framber to be right. So uh, for him to go six, two runs, five hits, pitch of the series for me. Dana said that Jose Arquiti is going to start a rehab assignment on Friday in Sugarland. He's going to pitch four games. So he's coming back soon. And I think he threw live, a live simulated game or live batting practice, one of those. 
and and Jordan was hitting. And he was saying that we have the all-star break, one more week, and then Jordan could be back. Yeah, Jordan is actually going to go out on a uh, rehab assignment as well. Uh, Dana said that him and Urquidy were going to go out about the same time and that Jose Altuve was a, about a week behind those guys. Right. So help that's, is on the way. <laughs> that's what I thought I heard him say, but I couldn't find it anywhere. So I just went with maybe. But yeah, that's what I heard too. I thought I heard Dana say they're both going to go at the same time. And Sugarland, if they're at home, there's going to be some hard tickets to get. And you better buy them now. Absolutely. I'm going to try really hard to get to one of those games. Should we do the Rose first or you want to just which I don't know which one I think we're not going to get to. I think we're going to get the player of the series right Folks, too. I'm going to go with I can't this. I can't describe this well enough, but Rob is very giddy over here. He just can't <laughs> wait to say the position player. I can't wait series. for you to say it. He can't wait to say it. I can't wait for you to he's say it. He's up in his chair, he's leaned forward. You know, hats <laughs> tilted forward. Like oh, yeah. he's so ready to enjoy this moment. And 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 I, I almost want to do the rose just to make him sweat it out a little bit longer. But go ahead. Get to you want to do let's do the rose first. Let's no, sweat it sir. out. No, let's sir. sweat it out. No, sir. The players we, we can't do the rose first because there's a possibility you might give somebody the rose that deserves the big prize. But anyway, <laughs> my position player of the series. With two home runs in the last two games, providing all of the offense for the Astros in the last 11 innings, you guessed it, folks. Martin Maldonado is my offensive player of the series. Now, Tom, who is yours? I'm going to give it to him as well. Woo! For the simple fact, for the simple fact, it'll never happen again. It'll never happen you again. You never thought it was going to happen at all. You're right. A four-game series and we're getting and it to Maldi. Can you believe that? And this is the lottery. He won the lottery this week because if you told me that the Astros offense was going to be so incredibly bad that two homers from Maldi when he's batting 160 something or 171 or whatever it is, is, is going to be player of the series or a position player of the series. I'm going to be really upset. I, I hope this is the last time. The one I didn't hear time. you. Who did you pick? Martin. Maldonado. Oh, okay. All right. Martin Maldonado. Okay. Just Maldonado, as they're calling him on Twitter. Well, whatever. I like his hair. <laughs> All right. Here's the one that I, I, I kind of have faith in you that you might see the same thing I do because <laughs> I'm going to tell you this, folks, because the offense was so bad, I went somewhere else with my Rose winner. Okay. Did you go other than offensive player for your Rose winner? Oh, it's a pitcher as well. Oh, oh, this is this is why I'm confident that we're going to get it. Who else could it be? It could be two people. <laughs> it could be two. But I think you expect one of those guys to do what he did. So my Rosewin is Mr. Rafael Montero. That would be a perfect three for three. Trifecta the break. Yes. Wow. Yes. Rafael Montero has pitched five games in July. He's given up one run. And for all the people that are saying that that dude needs to be far away from their baseball club in Sugarland, in China, in, in, in Mexico, in the Dominican, in any other baseball league, but the MLB July has been his month. And this is a dude that pitched very well last season who can pitch well again, was throwing 97, 98 today. I think that if that guy turns a corner, the second half of the season, 
and that bullpen gets to being what it was last year, that can be a weapon, especially considering what the starting rotation looks like. If you're an Astros fan, you need to be rooting for this guy, Rafael Montero. I don't know if you saw this. I'm pretty sure you did. But Fact Sports, which is a fake parody account of Fox Sports, had the tweet of the month. The tweet of the <laughs> month, folks. It was a... He, they all, I mean, the one with Bregman was pretty good too, though, or Altuve. <laughs> one of them was pretty good, but this one was good. This one was really good. There's a picture of Martin Maldonado, Martin Maldonado, and the quote. There's always a quote from one of the, like, you know, one of the players said something, and it says, Suck it, Twitter. That's awesome. Suck it, Twitter. I don't know. I, I, I mean, this is this was gonna be the Maldi episode. I, I knew it coming <laughs> in. I knew what I was getting into when I put on the headset tonight, today. So I'm here for it. Sure. Have, have at it, Rob. Have at it. It feels so good to you know, to the guy you support, tooth and nail, comes out with some hardware. All right. So now we need to do Survivor. Are you ready for Survivor? I'm not entirely, but I can be. I don't even have my picks. No, we don't. We're not going to do picks. We're just going to do the because the All Star break's coming. We'd have to pick like next Friday's games. Yeah, but we're going to do an episode between then and there, and we'll do the Survivor then. But okay. anyway, update, update, folks. Tom picked San Francisco over Colorado. They won five to three. Tom is now sixteen and six. I picked Boston over Oakland. They won ten to three, and now I am thirteen and nine. So we did not gain any ground, kind of like the Rangers and the Astros today. We didn't gain any ground. So one thing I wanted to do with the extra time I knew we'd have, because we only have two uh, games to talk about, I wanted to talk about the home run derby. And I didn't know what kind of game we can play with it, but let's do a pick em. And we'll see how we do later on this week. So... First matchup, Luis Robert Jr. is number one seed going against Rutschman from Baltimore. Sorry if I didn't know how to say his name. So for me, I've been watching Luis Robert Jr. at length all season long, in part because he's playing the Astros, but in part because I am just fascinated by how good this guy is and how incredibly uh, cheap the Chicago White Sox were able to acquire this guy like able to sign him long term so give me Luis Robert Jr. because that dude has super power not to take anything away from uh, Adley Rutschman but Luis Robert's a, a monster Adley he's a catcher isn't he correct yeah he's a young guy I also will select Luis Robert Jr. the 4 and 5 matchup is Oldis Garcia from Texas against Randy, a Rosarina, two Astros killers going head to head. <laughs> Give me a Rosarina. I actually think Adolis Garcia. Mm. All right. Matchup number three is number two seed, Pete Alonzo, against J Rod from Seattle, the number seven seed. Give me J Rod, buddy. This is really tough for me. But I'm going to take the polar bear because that dude has won a couple of these things and knows exactly how to get the most out of his body. Uh, really short, compact swing. The the, the hometown favorite's going to have all the mojo, but uh, Pete Alonso is going to be a tough out. 
All right, the final matchup is three seed Mookie Betts versus number six, Vlad Jr. For me, I'm going to go Vlad Jr. only because he seems like a home run derby guy. Mookie Betts reminds me a lot, a lot when Alex Bregman did it. The guy can hit homers, tons of them, but he's just not built for it. You know what I mean? Like he's going to get exhausted, you know, taking all those cuts where those bigger guys, they're just they're just built for that. They can just take a bunch of hacks and, and not necessarily uh, slow down. Would this sound weird to you that I would think I picked Vlad over over Betts, but I think if Betts wins, he has a better chance of going all the way. It just seems like he would have more stamina because Vlad's a big dude. I don't know. For me, like like Mookie and Breggs and and um, what was his name? They called him the Todd Father. It was it was Todd something. Those guys that, that get in these home run derbies that are that are infielders, you know, more more slight, you know, uh, of stature, not not the big boppers. It seems like they're 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 built to hit line drives. You know, they 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 get under homers a little bit, sure, but they're just not. They don't have that big uppercut swing, so. They end up taking, you know, more hacks than the dude that's just constantly hitting out tanks. All right. So I'm going to do this, Tom. I'm giving us both a team also. And since you picked Garcia, you'll get him and I'll get a Rosarina. And then you'll get Alonzo and I'll get J-Rod. So we just got to split up these other guys. So you, you want Luis Robert or Vlad Jr.? Luis Robert it is. Ooh, <laughs> we should have four guys. Okay. Hmm. So, so you either get Luis Robert and Rushman. That's not fair. I don't know. Okay. You the so you, you get Luis Robert and I guess I get Rushman, even though he's not going to win, but if he does, who knows? And then I'll get Vlad and you'll get Mookie. And that's our that's our team head to head. But do we have to pick the whole way through, or we're gonna have to, right? If you want, if you want to. Okay, so well, I don't think we're gonna get it. We can't do that though because we got separate separate people. Yeah. But uh, if Robert wins, he's gonna take on Garcia for you, and a Rosarina for me, and then nobody wants to hear this. It's too much. <laughs> but anyway, we do have time for Tom's final thoughts. So go ahead, Tom, while I'm messing with this home run derby stuff. Uh, while I do love all the Oxford break festivities, you know, the home run derby, the actual game itself, the celebrity game. I think those are all really cool. I think I think the the, the major league all-star scenario is probably the best one. Um, I like the NBA's take to I wish the NFL could figure out some way to break up the season and have like an all-star something like that as well. Uh, I'm just really glad these Astros are going to get a break. Uh, I'm really glad that they're going to get healthy guys like uh, Jose Altuve, Jordan Alvarez and Jose Arquiti are so valuable. And for these guys to be nine games over 500 with all the injuries is, is really remarkable. And I know, I know, I know some people are going to be like, well, Dusty Baker did this. And, and yes, Dusty Baker is the manager of this club. Um, but I think the credit should go to Mauricio Dubon. I think the credit should go to Yiner Diaz. I think the credit should go to Brandon Belak and JP France. A lot of these no-name guys that were in Sugarland, you know, that weren't supposed to be 
big figures of this team that have produced Corey jokes, produced, produced, produced. And these Astros are here where they are because of some shrewd business moves by James click. And now Dana Brown, I'm really excited to see what Dana Brown does today in the, uh, the draft, the draft is going to happen here in about 15 minutes. So uh, we'll get a chance. I mean, they have the 28th pick, so you're going to have to wait a little bit, but we'll get a chance to see what Dana Brown's first MLB draft looks like. He has been credited with making some amazing selections for both Toronto and Atlanta. So looking forward to what he can do with uh, the Astros as far as bringing in good young talent to uh, bolster a minor league system that MLB doesn't, doesn't like, you know? As much as we like to tout our guys, rightfully so, because there are guys when they're looked at across MLB circles, they're not looked at that way. It's it's, a, it's the main reason why Corey Jokes was left unclaimed in the Rule Five dra- uh, draft because yeah. they just didn't see the value that the Astros seen. So, really excited about that. Really glad that you know sooner rather than later we could see Jose Altuve, Jordan Alvarez, and Jose Arquiti back on the big club doing things and looking forward to the Astros winning another division potentially and, and making some hay in the postseason. All right. I got the matchups so you can pick them. Okay. Luis Robert against Garcia from Texas. Luis Robert. And then you have Alonzo against Vlad. Alonzo. And who you got winning? Alonzo. Alonzo over Luis Robert Jr.? If if it gets to that, I think so. The oh, guy, the guy, prides himself on being the home run derby winner. You got Alonzo all the way, huh? Alonzo all the way. So my matchups would be Luis Robert against a Rosarina, and I got a Rosarina winning that. J Rod against Vlad, I got J Rod winning, and I got J Rod beating a Rosarina in the finals. So I got J Rod, and you got Alonzo. That's pretty good. It should be good. I don't have any final thoughts, but I am on day shift this last week before I head off to uh, vacation land. So Tom's got to do some shows without me, or I'm going to take my stuff and I'll do them live from Vermont. I'm taking it with me, so we'll see. In the Uh, snow. It's not going to snow. It's January. I I, (laughs) I mean, it's July. It's Vermont. I I feel like snow is year-round in Vermont. Yeah. It's probably not. I'm just saying. It's going to be beautiful. I'm pretty excited about it. But anyway, so we got the draft to talk about. We can talk about that in a couple of days or tomorrow night. It doesn't matter. And uh, we'll try to bring you some shows this week. We'll talk about the All-Star Game, whatever we can, to entertain you guys until Friday or next weekend. I'll be back Friday night late, so I won't be able to do a show maybe till the next weekend. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm always available. All right, well, that's it, folks. That's it. Oh, go ahead. You say bye. I'm I'm done. I'm done. No, 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 no. It wasn't even a bye thing. It was like, I know that if Rob can do a show, he'll be there. I promise you. No yeah. one, no one's uh, harder working than Rob when it comes to these shows. <laughs> I'm taking my stuff with me. And they got free Wi-Fi. So we'll see what happens. But I can't promise you, but I'm going to try. I'm, I'm with it. I'll be living on Vermont time. So I'll be on Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. And they have a... It's it's a collegiate team. What is that? The collegiate where they're in between college and pro. I I don't know. I know they have that that Cape Cod league, right? Isn't that up there? Yeah, but it's something some kind of collegiate league. 
but it's not college games. They're all playing for a different team. And they're called uh, the Burlington River Monster. So I may be going to one of their games that, that week. So we'll see. Well, if you don't buy a hat, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get one. And and I think the stadium was built in like 1906 or something. It's one of the oldest oldest stadiums in the United States. So I'll definitely be there and send you some pics. But anyway, for Tom, I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. It's the All-Star Break, and we will see you later on Astros Baseball. I'm sorry, Tom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say bye. Bye, guys. We'll see you next time.